крутые парни по всей стране, кто связан дружбой с ВДВ. Такое братство, надежный щит, никто Россию не победит. ВДВ, с неба привет, ультрамариновый на побережье. Тельник с волной и море погон С неба навеки десант обручен ВДВ, сколько побед Из парашютов белый букет Радугой мирной порядку пола Слава десанту, честь и хвала В Центральном парке салют в Москве Мечтают парни о ВДВ Любым оружием владеть легко Знамя победы главнее всего ВДВ Небо привет, ультрамариновый на берет, Тельник с волной и море погон, С неба навеки десант обручен. ВДВ, сколько побед, Из парашютов белый букет, Радугой мирный порядку пола, Слава десанту, честь и хвала! Честь и хвала! such a beautiful intro <laughs> i never get sick of that song i i don't either i don't have a clue what they're actually saying but i i mean i just gotta hand it to doug wiseman that that dude is a mad genius with uh with the captions that, that was fucking brilliant and that had to have taken so long for i know right for for just a a bunch of dumb cowboys to try to put those captions in that long of a video like you're talking hours, yeah. Unless Doug is is some sort of savant that I, I'm not aware of, but I I think I he's he might be, but I I think I think he's probably about on our level of of technology. I'm I'm I will oh, say I'm I'm quite a good. bit beyond most cow hands, but it came out of necessity more more than well and boredom, I guess. Right. Um, Are we using a different? Uh, a different app on this, huh? I think than the last time I yeah, was on. Yeah, this one actually, I I like it better. It's Streamyard versus Restream. Restream is what I had before, and uh, I did that when I was so I was I was taking the Zoom a Zoom meeting and then casting it to to Restream. Uh, oh, and, that's right. And then I tried to do like like this, and and it was good, but it was kind of wonky and this is actually cheaper and better so anyways this stream yards this is the first one that i have not been 
confused about how to make it work. <laughs> awesome. So that's uh, an endorsement. There we go. There we go. It and it's it seems to work. Like the you know, you can you can do some cool shit with it and uh not actually have to know a whole lot of to what you're doing. They they dumb it down pretty good. So um and I, I got my new setup. Um like I uh I've got a a new mixer over here with uh with a soundboard and it's uh it's uh you know it's pretty awesome. This one could be a fiasco of spectacular proportions. <laughs> yeah. I I've got thirty six different buttons that I can assign uh clips to, so Oh man. I've, the options and I I've only done so I've got like the stock ones, I've got the laugh laugh track, you got um, I got the applause. I got rim shot and sad trombone. And uh, you're gonna need that one tonight. I know, I know. And then I've also got uh, because we'll we'll have some clips to play, and I've got uh, shut the hell up. <laughs> or oh, that's and eh, where is it? Why is she still talking? <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's about as far I've got some more uh Hank Hill and Dale Gribble uh clips that I can put and then I'm gonna go like Step Brothers and uh, a couple couple of oh, yeah. I don't know. I've got thirty six options that I can do. And I've only used nine of them so far. So but like twenty seven more are up for grabs. So it's Yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty rad. Um so Anyway, I um, let's see. I'll, I'll go back to breaking points and see where where they're at with uh, <coughs> with um, with their coverage because uh, they're they're like monitoring it really close, and I'm not I'm not going to do that um, because I you kind of oh, oh whoa that's not what I wanted. Um, I'm not going to do that because I. I don't have the capability. I need a producer. I need a young Jamie for that. But right, uh, Pennsylvania. Look at Georgia. Brian Kemp and Brad Raffensperger—they've already been declared victorious. That's a great point. And it yeah. wasn't even close. I think it's a great. In fact, Raffensperger, yeah. you know, won by an even larger margin than Kemp. So if you're really trying mm. to make the apples to apples comparison here, Herschel Walker is dramatically underperforming mm. what his fellow Republicans are, and you know, obviously, like. They did not Herschel go Walker's along so with dumb. Stop the Steal. They God, very dumb. courageously, really, directly to Donald Trump. And voters you know, clearly like, rewarding it's hard them to hate for on him. that uh, independence, <laughs> I mean, ultimately. And, and Kemp survived his primary, ultimately, I mean, very easily, too, which was kind, kind of a surprise of to me, move. honestly. Yeah. I think that's a good point. Also, <laughs> I, they would counter and say nobody got more hate this cycle than Herschel. I was kind of confused about that whole deal. What were you going to say? If he does win, and I don't think he was the only one. The lady said that she aborted made her but then her kid like she had two she got pregnant twice by him i i'm not like her kid came out against him yeah i i'm oh yeah because uh his his kid is uh is a sassy bitch that oh yeah uh, I, I, I that. <laughs> he is a sassy bitch. <laughs> um, and I don't know if he is uh, if he's out as gay or or if he's just like uh, just sassy. I'm, no, there's nobody that nobody straight is that sassy. <laughs> 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 
that, there, there's no way that guy's not gay. Like, <laughs> and if if he's not, then like he probably should be. <laughs> it's, just, uh, it's just on which uh, side of the threshold of the closet is he in? Is the question right? I I I think he's uh, he's just a younger black and and gayer Lindsey Graham. <laughs> I, I don't know if that'll that'll get me uh, booted from from YouTube. I, you know, you said gayer, gayer, yeah. I, I'm, yeah. But I, I, I I'm not sure if uh, I guess I I don't know if um I, I like I don't know if if that's okay to to point out that somebody's gay anymore because. It's it's hard to say if they want you to highlight it or or, or what. Yeah, and, and um, so yeah, it's hard to say. Like um, the Fetterman deal is a really weird one. Like because uh, that that guy obviously has some some issues. Like some some real issues uh, with <laughs> with the whole you know, speaking and, and hearing and, uh, just, uh, I, I don't, I don't know, you know, just living life, you know, he, he's kind of struggling. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah, like you don't want to make fun of the guy cause he just had a, a stroke, but also he had a stroke before the primary election. Right. Like <laughs> any one, which, you know, understandable. A lot of people did probably didn't know that he, uh, he had won or had a stroke, you know, when they voted for him and, and probably plenty of people voted for him before, um, before he had the stroke because of the, the early voting nowadays, which we can, we can touch on that shit. I want to hear what it's like in Texas, but, um, so I, I don't know, like he, he easily could have bowed out and be like, Hey man, I just had a fucking stroke and nobody would have knocked. And then I'm like, Oh, like, all right, that that sucks, man. Like, whatever, go go heal up. But no, he right. like, and I don't know if it's like him trying to trying to be Billy badass or like there's a lot of lot of speculation that his wife's just in it for uh, for the power, and uh, yeah. and she's kind of pulling a Jill Biden and just dragging his carcass across the the finish line, <laughs> and um, which doesn't make much sense because eventually. Like he's either going to recover from that stroke or he's not, and and the stress <laughs> the stress of the campaign is not helpful to recovery from a stroke. So if it gets to where he can't he can't perform his functions, like he's going to have to retire, and they'll just appoint somebody else. So it doesn't do much for that for the wife of his unless she's like a real power player. Um, I don't know. So it, it's hard to say. Either way, that guy should not be like the major candidate for for the Senate in in Pennsylvania. You know that's like that's yeah. absurd. But you're not allowed to say that anymore because you're you're ableist if you do. Like, I, ableist. No, I, I want the guy to recover. I, I hope and I hope he like recovers and actually like makes a, a run of it because I'd like to see like what the hype is about this guy because I the only yeah. The only thing I've been following him is since he's had the stroke, and yeah, but too. they <laughs> like if if it, if it wasn't a meme, I didn't know about mm-hmm. it. 
Yeah, like I knew Dr. Oz was running, but I didn't know anything about this guy until he had the stroke. And then, like, he just kept on going. <clears throat> and so, like, I don't know if there's, I like, guess this is just like another, like, where they try to hypo Bobby O'Rourke and, uh, and Kamala and, and, like, nobody liked him. Or if this guy was like, ha- was like a serious political talent. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't either. And uh, so I'd kind of like I'd I'd like for the guy to recover and and come back and see what like what what's up like just just for curiosity's sake, right? Because I'm a nerd, but whatever. <clears throat> but yeah, I, I don't know. Um, it's hard to say why they're like why I know they want that seat, but do they not have anybody else at all? I mean. <laughs> I mean, if this um, the the cat that won won the governor race, I mean, if he if he they've already called it, I guess I don't know. Uh, that's that, that's according to what what they were saying there on breaking points. But I mean, seems like he must have been a pretty strong candidate if they've already they already called it. But I'd, and they just, they just don't have anybody on the bench. I don't know. That that just seems like. That's like a sorry pal. Like you're you're compromised. Yeah. We can't we can't run with you. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. So I, I don't know. Either this guy is like a real talent, or they were just they didn't have any other options. So I fuck who knows. Uh, like in, in a lot of ways, the last election like kind of set maybe not set precedents as much as like just destroyed the entire concept of precedents. Like who knows what will happen now? Oh, I know it, it's wild. Um, well, let me see. We'll, we'll pull up the CNN, uh, election map. Like we were talking before I, I had Reuters pulled up. I think I still have it, but like, it's kind of shitty. And, uh, and, and so for, for as bad as CNN is at the news, they do a pretty good job of like having a pretty good uh, election map usually. Um, so you're it up. Let's see. Republicans need 23 competitive seats to gain control of the House. Um, so far, Republicans are up 157 to 95. Five seats picked up by the Republicans. Um, let's see, I guess flipped seats. Where are we? Um, Virginia. And. And I don't know. All right. U.S. map. Um. Yeah one one seat. Those Virginians flipped from blue to red. Uh yeah. So Virginia is that gotcha. North Carolina? Oh no, it's uh. What is that? Georgia. Yeah. So two two Virginia. <laughs> Virginia and yeah so I honestly thought that I was looking at this map and I honestly thought looking at this I was like shit 
there's one place clear over here in Oregon that flipped from red to blue. Oh. There <laughs> was something on the screen. Oh, shit. <laughs> They're all, they all flipped red, man. Yeah. Uh, so one in Georgia, two in Florida, it looks like, and then two in Virginia so far. Um, let's see. Wyoming's red already. Um, Kentucky. I saw that they, they called Rand Paul uh, that race real early. Uh, polls. Yeah, I guess polls have been closed for, for almost an hour here, but we won't. Uh, Nevada is, uh, Nevada's a weird one. They like the, it, it's all, all depends on Vegas. Like there's 3.3 million people in Nevada and two and a half million live in Clark County. Yeah, that it's not much different than Oregon. There's like two <laughs> or three cities that whichever way they go, that's the way the state goes. Yep. Yeah, like uh what I want to know is uh where what's going on in this really far south part of Texas. I was talking to my wife about this earlier tonight. Like I would think being right on the border I'm kind of surprised that they're that part's all blue. Um yeah. Well, let's see. Um they're they're calling ten percent plus. Um, I don't know how historically what that what that district has done, but I don't either. But I'm just like thinking of what the border, like what the border <laughs> towns in Texas are like. Um, well, it's fifty fifty six percent of the vote in. So, I mean, I don't know. We'll. Uh, We'll have to come back to that one. That's that's a Laredo. Uh, that one's quite a little bit closer. That's Myra, Myra Flores. That's the one whose uh, whose daughter uh, uh, creeped El Nancy out, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I wonder. I uh, I bet the the Democrats poured a bunch of money in those districts, try to get them back. Um, yeah, no, it's it's hard saying. Uh, <coughs> let's see, key races they're saying. Um, there's not that many of them. There's none in Nevada uh-huh. that are key races. Apparently, um, I think uh, that my my representative is out of Vegas, and uh, I I bet you he. I bet you he gets kicked out of the office. He's a he's a Democrat. I think. Oh yeah. I th- yeah, I think the I I don't know how Vegas is gonna go, but from the people I've heard around there, um, the governor is for sure out. Almost like a hundred percent certainty that that guy's gonna be out. Uh, <clears throat> the my bookie had. Uh, like had the Democrat at plus money uh, on the Senate race today, so um, oh, okay. they had uh, Laxalt at like a two, almost like two and a half to one favorite. So um, I, I'm not much on gambling. My wife is. My wife is. Oh. I'm, I'm not. But uh, I feel like I should establish a relationship with the bookie just because it sounds super interesting when you say 
Well, my bookie told me that. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, my bookie is a, is a website. I, I wish I had an actual bookie, but the, the the website can't break my knees. But it also doesn't doesn't let me bet when I don't have anything in my account either. So that it's it's a pretty good setup, really. Yeah, win win. <laughs> yeah, and. uh and because they're offshore, you have to like you have to go through uh, the easiest way is to do Bitcoin, and that's still a process. So, like if you're out of money and like you're not just a real junkie, like it, it's more of a pain in the ass to 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 add money real. You like you can't add money real quick. So like it, it works out good. Like I like it. It, it keeps me from no, getting no impulsive decisions, huh? Yeah, exactly. You can't uh, you can't just sink you know 300 bucks real quick in there like it's it's like a it's like a 10 20 minute process at least so you're like yeah it works out good for me i i, I cannot yeah. develop a, a compulsive gambling addiction that way <laughs> it's it's too uh uh what, what do you call it it's it's um it's too inconvenient for me to right. <laughs> to become a compulsive gambler via mybookie.com right. <laughs> <laughs> But I do love that they they have the it's the presidential and the Senate uh, odds on there, and uh, I trust those far more than I trust any polls because they're they are oh, in the yeah. business of making money. If they're wrong, the exactly. house the house loses. So that 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 shit's on lock. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and and it was uh, it was showing a pretty good, pretty good day for. For Republicans, is according to their odds. So I, who knows where where it's going? We'll uh, click back over here and see see where we're at. Gretchen Whitmer, twenty five percent. She's at fifty three forty four. Also, you know, I have to come back to the Kemp numbers. Brian Kemp is destroying Stacey Abrams no. right mm. now at fifty four oh. to forty five. I mean, it is not even close. Wow, nine point margin with eighty one percent of the. Can I that. say? I think yeah. that's also worth when you're looking at Abrams. I think it's also worth looking at uh, Christ and Demings, uh-huh. which got a ton of money. Yes, they did. So Stacey right. Abrams, Charlie Christ, but especially also Val Demings and Stacey Abrams, like they got so much money, mm-hmm. and we already know that they're getting trounced. Those are three money pits for Democrats. Yeah, it's so weird, right? Like to look. <laughs> Like Florida I, is the biggest. Rep- I don't get um, Stacey Abrams at all. Like, I, I don't, I don't understand that. Like, they pour money behind her, and well, and it's same with uh, with freaking Bobby O'Rourke. Like, they throw money yeah. at him and and Abrams like it's going out of style, and they don't fucking win. No, well. <laughs> Stacey Abrams, I think you gotta have you gotta have her on your roster because she is a woman of color. She's a sassy black woman. She's a sassy black, sassy heavyset black woman. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, you know you, but to your point, like what I know, Stacey Abrams, like how she first got brought to my attention was that she just like lost an election and said she didn't lose the election, and right. that kind of like set the entire tone for the democrat party the last several years yeah and uh and she just keeps losing elections and so i i don't yeah i, I don't understand her like you know and you know me and you are, are like we're, we're I, I would guess that you voted mostly republican uh this this go around and <coughs> the, oh, yeah. the 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 races that actually mattered and like uh 
like needed replaced. I like governor. I voted Republican. Like Sislak has got to go. That fuck that piece of shit. Um, the libertarian candidate was good. I liked him, but more important than being good on issues right now is getting the guy that's been the worst on issues out. Like <laughs> whatever that right. means. Like that guy's got to be out. Next time I'll look at the libertarian for governor. Um, <clears throat> Uh, Senate, I was going to vote Libertarian uh, because Laxalt, I don't I, I don't have, don't trust that guy at all. I feel he's about the same as a Dr. Oz. If uh, when push comes to shove <coughs> and there's a gun control bill or some sort of uh, bill that, that really infringes on our civil liberties uh, and they catch any flack from, from the left wing, they will go ahead and uh, vote for it. So they so they don't lose the Democrat vote. So I, I was going to vote right. for the Libertarian candidate. Turns out he's a Jamaican guy. Um, that's uh, seems to have the same kind of views that Kyrie Irving and Kanye West have been espousing here lately. So I almost voted for him because of that. <laughs> but. <laughs> He he has uh, he has a podcast that he does every now and then, and every one of them I didn't make it more than than a couple minutes into, because uh, I just I didn't have the time. But he always said coming to you live from Washington D.C. and I was like, well, why are you running for Senate in Nevada? Um, so I was like, well, fuck. And then I didn't know anything about the guy that was running as an independent, so I ended up voting Republican and. I know I'll be disappointed by that one. Um, so, um, but I don't know. I, that that one's where I, I don't really care if the Democrat wins the, the Senate seat in Nevada because I don't see too much of a difference between the two. Like, it's, they're about the same. Yeah. My, my whole thing with, the, you know, voting down here, as far as like voting Republican is I, I consider myself a political refugee mm. and I hate telling people that I'm from Oregon. Cause I'm like, Hey, like, listen, I'm, I'm not one of those people. And so like, ha- however y'all vote down here, that's how I'll do it. I'm not trying to rock the boat. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't blame you, man. I, I, I don't blame you. Uh, not that I don't think there's for the most part, there's not going to be many real close races down there. That's uh no, I don't think so. But man, like old Bobby, like you were talking about, they pour all that money into him, and like why? Because he keeps losing elections. Like I get why they would put money into him. Like he seems like he should be. Like I'm sure if he was running in another state, he'd have a lot more success. But it's like he keeps losing, and then they they keep being like, well, he checks all these boxes, so like let's keep putting money behind it. I'm surprised he's. Fuck, what is that guy not going to run for, you know? Yeah, no shit. And, like, why didn't you just stick with uh, his house seat in, you know, there in in El Paso? Like, that seemed like it was probably a pretty safe seat, you know? Um, yeah, I'd guess, uh, I'd guess some people behind the scenes started showing him what kind of money they wanted to put behind him, and he... Uh, probably got a little big for his britches well i think that's i think that's 100 percent true but i mean looking back on it you know it's like uh take the take the guaranteed money man (laughs) you know (laughs) um 
So uh, on on that note, though, this is a uh, an article I, I read the other day from the Intelligencer, uh, New York uh, Magazine, I think. Um, Austin has been invaded by by Texas. Uh, the progressive paradise is over for some, and they're fleeing the bluer pastures. Um. <clears throat> I need that. I need that meme of like when you see something and then you squeeze bleach into your eye. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> well, I think it's a good good news for Texans because there was well, it's a, good news, but a, there was oh. a, a serious worry that uh, that Texas might turn blue uh, if the Californians and uh, you know Oregonians and New Yorkers kept pouring in like they were. Um, but now it seems like they're like oh. Oh, this is still Texas. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, was so as uh, on a late summer evening, friends of John Stetton gathered at a bar called Kitty Cohen's in East Austin to say goodbye. Carrot cake with good luck written in orange icing, softened in the heat. As far as they were concerned, the occasion was his birthday. You can't say happy going away. Uh, said Jeff, his best friend, greeting him with a hug. We're just not happy. We're all very sad about it. Goodbye parties are inherently not that fun. They're even less fun when uh, they're driven by a far-right takeover of the state government. (laughs) (laughs) Takeover! When has the Texas state legislature not been considered far-right to... uh, to the left wingers, I mean, right? Uh, yeah, like that—that that hasn't just happened. Like, those are the same people that have been in office there in Texas forever. <laughs> like, Jesus, right. yeah. yeah. Uh, gaslighting, gaslighting. Uh, to hear Stetton tell it, that is precisely is why why he's moving out of what Rick Perry once described as the blueberry and the tomato soup. Predominantly Democratic city full of liberal <laughs> expats like himself seeking progressive politics and an urban lifestyle at red state cost of living discount. It was easy to be to it was easy to just be in Never Neverland floating with a bunch of other transplants having a good time, said Stetton, who relocated from Dallas to Austin five years ago. But then 2020 happened. As the pandemic raged, Greg, Governor Greg Abbott. Uh, banned municipalities, including Austin, from implementing COVID measures such as mask mandates. The following year, amid a brutal winter storm, the state's electric grid failed, killing hundreds and leaving millions freezing in the dark. It was like two days. Fuck off. Texans are so dramatic with that you shit. You should hear about it down here. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I, I, like, yeah, it sucks. This last, this last winter... They all had like severe PTSD of the time that it froze. Oh, <laughs> I know it got cold, but come on, it was uh, <laughs> the, the great blizzard of uh, twenty one. Look, the big freeze. Oh fuck! Um, that summer, uh, Abbott codified permitless carry and further restricted voting access. Isn't Texas expecting a record turnout this year? Yeah, I'd like to know what uh, what are, what is the uh, parameters for restricted voting access. If that means you have to have an ID, like 
if you think that black people can't get an ID, I think you're the racist. Right. Right. So speaking of voter suppression, uh, rural Nevada got butt fucked on on the voting. Like so, twenty twenty happened, and every you know, there was one in person voting location in uh, in the county. I think I maybe, but but then they just didn't open it back up this year. Uh, the place here in town where we normally would vote, uh, our polling precinct is now only open from certain times as a mail-in ballot drop-off. That's it. And, and it's, uh, like, even <clears throat> even on election day, it was only open from 3 to 6 p.m. On election day. To drop-off ballots? To drop-off ballots. And that's just to drop-off ballots? Just to drop-off ballots. No shit. Yeah, so there's three places in the county, which is a, it's a pretty big fucking county as far as area. Uh, so, Yerington, which is 20 miles over, um, I drove over in a, in a snowstorm, so that was cool. Um, when, when I could have, like, stopped at the, at the polling precinct in town and voted on my way home from lunch, you know, but instead, <coughs> no. Uh, right. and, uh, yeah, so it was Yerington, um, Dayton, which is about an hour from here, and then Fernley, which is about <laughs> an hour from here. There, those are the only three polling, uh, places to, to vote in person in, in the whole county. It, it, it's fucking that, horse- That's such a strange concept to me because I'm pretty sure longer than I've been alive, Oregon has just been mail-in votes. Oh, really? Like, there are no places to go punch about. Oh, yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's all there is. And, like, it's... And surprisingly, there hasn't been a Republican governor like in the history of mail-in voting in Oregon. Yeah, imagine that. Um, yeah, like I'm, I'm. So it's, okay. it's crazy when I hear people talk about that. Like I had to go so far out of my way to vote in person. I'm like, I've never freaking voted in person. Huh. I I hadn't voted in person until I moved to Kansas. I I always did absentee ballots, but. Colorado wasn't full uh, mail-in ballot till I don't know, like ten years ago, maybe. Uh, but they oh, still they still have in in person voting, but everybody gets mailed a ballot. And that's right. how that's how Nevada is here uh, too. Is everybody everybody gets a ballot in the mail, <laughs> but if you go vote in person, then you have to sign a affidavit that you surrender the you know the the paper ballot. And, and all that so I gotcha um, I, I mean honestly aside from no uh, no ID law in, in Nevada like they it seems like they've got a pretty okay system like I, I wish they they made you show an ID I, I don't know how that became supposedly racist just because what's the barrier to entry yeah I mean, especially in places like California, where they're allowing illegal immigrants to get a driver's license, and also like they just sign you up for, uh, like they register you to vote as, uh, <laughs> you know, as you get your illegal or as, as you get your driver's license, and uh, yeah, now illegals can get driver's licenses in California, yeah. and it's they're like, yeah, there's there's no voter fraud. <laughs> 
And I'm like, well, I guess not according to uh, state law, but like, yeah, I it just it's one of those things where like I, I'm I'm kind of willing to turn a, a blind eye to uh, California on that shit, but I don't want the feds getting involved, like you know, with, with any of the voter shit. Like I I really enjoyed DeSantis's oh, yeah. move where he kicked out the the federal uh, election monitors. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I'm a, I'm a big fan of that. Like I, I'm I'm kind of undecided on San, DeSantis because uh, I, I think as a governor he's been really good. As a president, I, I don't know. I I feel like he could get real swampy real real quick. And uh, yeah, I could see that. <laughs> so I, I don't know, but the more that the more that Trump talks shit on him, I kind of want him to run. But yeah, I just want to watch him <laughs> versus Trump. <laughs> In the primary. I know it's um it's it's like watching the the Chiefs and the Bills this year like you know they're like that should be the Super Bowl it's kind of like uh that should be the presidential uh race should be Trump and DeSantis but uh they're right. they're from the same party and it's like you know Chiefs and the Bills are same conference so it's not going to be the Super Bowl but it should be right um <clears throat> yeah I uh you think they they keep you think they drag uh Uncle Joe up there again? How could they? I, who else do they got? I don't you know I like part of me wants to be like okay, I could see them using Biden like as the fall guy, you know, for mm-hmm. these 4 years so that they can bring someone else that could beat him. But first of all, who else do you got? Who else do they got? And second of all, like if you're going to use someone as like your kind of public puppet to be the fall guy, it implies that you're getting something done behind the scenes, and I just haven't seen any of that. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I, I think right now my uh, my gut tells me. Newsom and Hillary Clinton oh. are going to make a run for it in 24. Thank you, Hillary Clinton. She's been in the news a lot here lately. I definitely for sure Newsom. For sure Newsom. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, that guy, that guy's so freaking arrogant at, to start with. And then the fact that he's getting recalled and he knows he should be recalled and he beats it. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's got, he's got, he's going to have a head full of steam there. Well, uh, I mean, he got so fucking cocky that he's running ads in Florida talking shit on DeSantis, which I kind of respect, you know, like <laughs> I kind of respect it. <laughs> I respect the moxie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just like, say what you will. The guy, <laughs> The guy acts the pussy, but he's got a set of cojones on him, you know. <laughs> like, yeah. So, uh, like he's a he's a giant piece of shit, but I respect the like the balls on that that particular move. I mean, that's uh, that's something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, for sure. But yeah, oh, Hill Dog has been has been uh, in the news just enough, you know, like staying staying you know staying just relevant enough yeah and i just that's another one where she just uh 
she wants to be president so fucking bad. <laughs> you can tell yeah. she just wants she wants it more than anything on she's like the like the the ugly little or the I won't say ugly but like the the nasty little creature from uh you know from Willy Wonka, you know the little the little girl that just <laughs> so easy to hate. Yeah, yeah. Um I think Kamala. I think Kamala's well, Kamala done. Get... Oh God, no one likes her. Nobody, like, no one. I and I don't. I mean, think, how could she? I don't think she wants to be there either. Like at first, I thought oh, maybe God. it she was. Doesn't want to be where she is. I think at first I thought it was like a nervous tick, like just like the the weight of the world's on her shoulders, and she couldn't handle the pressure. And now I think she's just like. She's a throw in the game, man. <laughs> she's like, get, yeah. get me out of here. Tur- turns out she's every bit as incompetent as everyone thought she was. See, I think she's doing what I do when it comes to uh, decorating the Christmas tree. I do such a she's shitty job. So you don't get asked exactly. <laughs> I think that might be what she's doing. <laughs> I, I have no no evidence to support that. But... She didn't get to other than the fact that she's doing the shitty job. Yeah, but like, remember, like there were a lot of conservatives that were worried about her getting elected there early on, and oh, I I remember. So like, she didn't get to 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 be a senator by being that. I mean, that my God, that that was bad. Uh, I, I so. I don't know. I don't get her. I I think, but I think she's done. I, I, I or at least she's uh, maybe maybe she's kind of come back for a you know like a comeback to her uh, a rebranding you know here in, right. in, in in you know the next eight years or whatever. Um, I, what I'm worried about <laughs> is that they're gonna get someone like like The Rock or someone like who's got like, the weight the big, big celebrity behind them but then they also have like the like uh how'd you say it like they also have the factor of being anyone else you know yeah um we're, we're back up to uh yeah I, I think like a McConaughey or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, one sixty-seven Republicans, one hundred four Democrats. Shit. Uh, shit. Yeah, the Republicans only need uh, about was that fifty seats uh, <coughs> to take. Yeah. 49, Gosh dang. Huh. Wow. And yeah. Yeah, look at Oregon. Yeah. Um, let's see. Where, where's the Senate? Howdy there. I'm Matt McKinley with the Burning Daylight Podcast. If you ever wanted to make a podcast, well, Spotify's got a platform that makes that lets you make one super easily. And then you can distribute it everywhere and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Fo- for podcasters and here's how it works spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from the phone or computer uh so no matter what uh your setup was like you can uh start creating today 
then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And uh, if you like my show, Fence Post Politics with my buddy Aaron, that's the place to watch it because it's all video all the time. And we uh, like we share videos, we comment on videos, we share news articles and uh, and funny memes. So um, it's pretty cool. Um, and also, if you want to take your conversations to, uh, with your fans to the next level, uh, your question and answer, answer and polls are the best way to get them talking. You can attach that to your, your podcast there and, and you get your, you get, you know, valuable interactions with your fan, your fans. And, uh, <clears throat> with Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. And that's, uh, that, that is true. Um, <laughs> I'm supposed to do a testimonial here. Um, but anyways, this is the, the podcast I use or the podcast, uh, host that I use. I like Spotify. They're, uh, they're very good on just letting you do your thing, uh, with, uh, with no catch to it. Uh, there's a good reason why Joe Rogan hosts podcasts on Spotify. And, and this is uh, this is a great way to get started. If you, if you have ever thought about starting a podcast, this is where I would send anybody to go. Um, <clears throat> best thing you can do is just download the Spotify for podcasters app, or you can go to Spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. And yeah, if you've ever thought about, just doing a podcast or if you're tired of paying a monthly service that uh, doesn't seem to do much for you, Spotify podcasters is your spot. So uh, go to spotify.com slash podcasters or download the app today. How some here we go. Senate. Well, there we go. Where are we at? Um, 44 on the Republicans, 43 on the Democrats. Uh, Where's my boy uh, Fetterman? Fetterman, let's see. PA, we're at oh. 74% of the vote in, and it is essentially dead heat. Betterman up by 0.9. No, 1.1, I guess. You want to know what is uh, just a ringing endorsement of that race? Is if you would have put, like 15 minutes ago even, if you would have put a gun to my head and told me or asked me which one of them was running as the Republican and which one as the Democrat, I kind of take my life in my hands there. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Yeah, I, I think so too. Um, uh, oh, this one—they uh, were trying to play this up like Mike Lee might lose. Uh, yeah, don't look like it. No, no, no. Uh, this this McMullen, Evan McMullen—he's like a CIA guy. He's—he's uh, he's like the neocon counterpart to Pete Buttigieg. 
<laughs> was he one of the 50-something uh, intelligence experts that said the Hunter Biden laptop was dis- Russian disinformation? You know, I don't know if we ever found out who exactly said that, but I I wouldn't be surprised. He uh, he ran as a independent in uh, 20, I think 2016, maybe, in, in Utah. And oh. he, remember, he was. I think I remember they that. Had, it was. Uh, it was like the Lincoln Project and a bunch of the. Oh, what's the the National are Review? Those the, are those all the Never Trumpers? Yeah, they're they're all like the Bush Cheney type guys. Yeah, that uh, <laughs> they're all in the Democratic Party now. Yeah, <laughs> but well, he. What's the uh, What's the Oklahoma special? Sorry, go ahead. I'll ask you after. Um. Yeah, so he they had this this really wild plan that um if they could win Utah and get those electoral votes and then if enough chips fell and and, and they couldn't get a, a clear majority in the in the electoral college, then it would it get thrown. It was it was like Trump tried to do in in twenty twenty, but with a shittier plan like their 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 whole plan involved this cia guy that nobody liked from to to carry utah as an independent yeah i i remember that yeah um all right right, oklahoma special what 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 are you what are we referring to what's that one oh oh um let's see um, two Senate races in 22, a regularly scheduled contest, uh, for the James Lankford seat. Oh, that's right. Oh yeah. Jim Meinhoff. Okay. <clears throat> um, let's see, Georgia, we got Walker up by about 1.2, 87% of the vote in, um, <clears throat> pretty, uh, pretty much what you would expect Atlanta, Savannah, Augusta and Columbus are, are all kind of going Democrat <clears throat> everywhere else Republican um, Ohio yeah that one's not close uh, yeah. that was uh, tip, that used to be a, I, I, it's probably I guess still uh, still relevant but it used to be that, um, like, I guess it maybe not just even used to be. It might, like I said, it might still be, but the the saying was like a Republican doesn't win the White House without Ohio, right? <laughs> and uh, and it because it used to be like a, a sure enough like fifty fifty swing state every every year, um, but that uh, the my bookie odds on it were like it was minus. Uh, like minus sixteen, seventeen hundred for for the Republicans. So I huge favorite on that. Like, yeah, uh, yeah it was like uh, I think the the Democrat guy was like a nine to one underdog, some shit like that. It was so uh, that that's kind of surprising. Like Ohio went real red uh, here lately, yeah. K- kind of like Florida. Florida used to be also a fifty fifty swing state, right. yeah. and I mean, remember twenty or two thousand election. I mean that that was uh, you know I was still in high school when that happened but um yeah that was that all came down to Florida and 
we don't really ever actually know who won Florida that that year. Just the <laughs> the, the Supreme Court told them to stop counting and uh, and just and just go with what they had already. So like that was uh, <clears throat> that was. The Man, old- I wish the Babylon Bee had been around. I know, then. I know. I wonder. Yeah, and that that was still early internet too. So, um, I, like, I wonder what the Onion was was doing but you know like the onion kind of they kind of faded into obscurity once uh the babylon b came around yeah and, but i mean i i blame trump for that he just like broke comedy like the <laughs> the lefties used to be the best at comedy and now they're like they they're too sanctimonious and and preachy to to be funny anymore and uh and like that all happened when when Trump got elected. It's just like yeah, there was just like something broke in the in the whole zeitgeist. The the Babylon B is great too because they changed the game when they introduced their uh, not the B. Yeah, so it's like you'll see a headline and you're like, I have that they posted. You're like, and you got to stop what you're doing and check to see if it's the Babylon B or a real headline. Right. Yeah. Because the not, not the B it's the same, same organization, but they are real headlines. And so they, right. (laughs) And yeah, it's, it's wild. And I remember there for a while, uh, one of their headlines was like the Babylon B will no longer, uh, try to do satire for Joe Biden. They will simply uh, quote him as he as as he actually speaks because we cannot come up with satire good enough. Right, that's one hundred percent true. Right? Oh, it's like uh, yeah, you know, when you had that rumor uh, going around that he shit his pants in front of the Pope, you're like, you know that happened. That wouldn't have just came out. <laughs> Like, that wouldn't have just popped up <laughs> because as much as uh, Trump kind of changed uh, how Republicans act, Republicans are still like very like straight laced kind of stick up the ass, uh, you know, like kind of goody goody teetotaler. At least you know uh, that's their public persona. Like that's still the Republicans I know, right? Yeah, and uh, so to have that floating around, um, it, maybe you could chalk that up to the age of Trump. But I, I think there had to be some sort of truth to it for <laughs> for that because it, it came out from a Republican source. They should uh, they should get that here in the next two years. Get that circulating and making the rounds again. Just so like every campaign ad, ad could be like Ron DeSantis. Mm-hmm. Will not shit his pants. The <laughs> Ron DeSantis. Oh, really low. <laughs> if, you, if you send me to to Washington D.C., I promise you got to do like the the Clinton. I will not yeah. shit the bed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, real real talk though. I'm I'm kind of. I mean, I've been kind of skeptical about. Not skeptical, like a healthy skepticism, where, where they say like they've been talking about these the red wave that's supposed to be coming and all that, but especially kind of making a a trip halfway through the country and and seeing all you know around this time of year, seeing a lot of the signs and stuff. Um, I'm kind of starting to believe it, and I, I wonder the same thing. I wonder every election 
like with what like the like the super far like ridiculous lefties they keep pushing the same shit like now it's all like the transgender stuff and shit like that like yeah at what point do they stop doubling down and like do at what point do they stop going this way and just come this way a little bit just stay where they are yeah i i like i don't know but they're uh like how they're able to get fucking joe biden who's a thousand years old uh and like grew up or came up in the senate dealing with literal segregationist racist types right and now he's like we need to get you know like not just uh have gender affirming care which means lopping off a dick or sewing a dick on um but not just like encouraging it but like almost mandating that that you have to if your seven-year-old decides uh, that he's a girl that day, like, yep, we're going to the dick doctor. We're getting that baby out of there. What, what a wild <laughs> hill to die on. Right. they've chosen. Yeah, and, and you look back at the, you know, like the, the fall of Rome and how everybody got, like, really fucking, like, really weird into the sexual shit and, in particular, pedophilia. And you're like... <sighs> I think we're we're seeing the fall of an empire here, and which is kind of a good thing, but also like probably gonna suck a lot. Like not not gonna be yeah. fun. That that's the thing that worries me the most is when I hear people bring that up. Like that, and I've heard I can't remember whose podcast I was listening to where I first heard that, but they were talking about like all the similarities about like falls of empires and like the last thing they get stuck on is this weird thing about like gender and sexual preference and yeah. weird shit and, like and, that. And it always goes into pedophilia too. Like that's the, yeah, which is pretty bizarre. Yeah. And yeah. And then like you have somebody like Alex Jones, who's clearly a crazy person. Um, but also like, fuck that guy's right a lot. <laughs> he's, and he's not, if you go and look, back at anything he said compared to like any politician who's been in in office for decades that guy's got like an impeccable batting average right i mean he's obviously insane but <laughs> yeah and, and and like when you when you weed out like the you know inner to inner galactic uh transhuman beings and whatnot um like you you, you, you filter out all that horse shit um, you're just like, yeah, man, he's not wrong on a lot of things. <laughs> well, like I was listening to, uh, it was a couple of years ago because it was before they blocked it. So you couldn't get it on Spotify. But that first time he come on Joe Rogan's podcast, I think it was in like 15 or 16. And just a couple of years ago, I was listening to it and he was talking about that Jeffrey Epstein deal and like he sounded crazy when he was saying it but like we had no one had ever heard of Jeffrey Epstein and i remember because he got his name wrong he called him Jerry Epstein mm. but like what he said was like 
what ended up happening. And like, no one knew who or what he was talking about. He just sounded like he was ranting like he normally does. And then you look at, you listen to it a couple years later. You're like, Holy shit. Like that dude was on to that. Like that wasn't even on anyone's radar. Yeah. And you're also like how much of the craziness comes from just being right about researching this shit. And like, dude, I'm getting there. I feel like, I know, I know it's wild. And that's, that's why I have to go back to the, like the history episodes every now and then and just like do something or, or, or uh, that that's when the, the bull sessions come into play. It's like, Holy, yeah, no, no holy shit. I need to, I just need to go talk some cowboy stories because of the, right. all, all, all the, the, the shit happening in the world is it's not only depressing, but it's like, it makes you paranoid. And, um, and now like, you could legit get put on a list and I like probably am at some point. Like <laughs> I, I don't think I'm high up on a list, but I, I bet you I, I get monitored by, you know, every now and then, um, it, it's fucking wild. If you weren't, I know I, w- I kind of would be too. I mean, like I don't want to be on one, but like, I know they're out there and if I'm not on it yet, like I, yeah, like I got to step up my game, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, it's fucking wild like the like as much as i i think trump's i i i'm nervous about uh, another trump presidency like uh, like the last one was crazy enough I, uh, 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 if, if there there you are yeah, I'm here. all right yeah, the last one was crazy enough. I, I don't, I don't know what the next one would would look like. So how much how much of that for you personally? How much of that was like actually the stuff that he was doing, or actually like just the the zoo that come around it? And I'm not saying I disagree with you. I'm just curious. Um. Most of it was the zoo surrounding him. <clears throat> I I found myself because I was <clears throat> I was just shy of a never Trumper. I I just <clears throat> I, my my gut instincts about him were about the same as the the lefties were because I was like I, and I was the same in 2016. Mm-hmm. Like I I didn't I didn't I just didn't vote for president in 2000 i mean i filled the thing out but i just didn't vote for anyone for president yeah i i voted for daryl castle of the constitution party and um yeah and i like that was my thoughts on on him was pretty well right in line with uh what the the democrats were saying and like i didn't it wasn't because i was listening to them i just i look at the guy and he's an obvious narcissist uh he's a ceo always has been a ceo which is uh very much like an alpha dog type type of guy uh and it was clear that he didn't know like the inner workings of uh of the government he knew how politics worked he like he was he was very well of how where well aware of how politics worked because he bought as he said on stage <laughs> i bought all you motherfuckers yeah. So he knew how politics worked uh, to a certain degree, but he didn't know how the government worked. And right. um, seeing how like Obama used the the federal government to to get his uh, his agenda across, like I, I watched that and that scared the shit out of me. Like personally, I still think like Obama's probably a pretty like 
kind of a cool guy to hang around but like watching how he like he used the federal government i was like holy shit man like that's talk about a corrupt administration yeah but also like damn they got some shit done too oh yeah and uh and the balls like some of the shit they did and they're just like fucking take me to court i don't give a shit yeah, well, they they had momentum from like a crazy amount of momentum from the beginning, and they packed mm-hmm. that through eight years. Mm-hmm. And uh, remember, like <clears throat> twenty ten, that was the Tea Party wave, and uh, that was a, all mm-hmm. a backlash to Obamacare. But remember, Mitt Romney fuck got butt raped in twenty twelve. Like, how was he? How was he the candidate? You know, like my first three elections that I ever voted for, it was George W. for a second term, um, John McCain, and Mitt Romney. Those were my first three presidential elections, and like, yeah, my God, I was stupid. <laughs> my first one was McCain. Oh, oh, oh! But you know, like. Back to Trump, the thing, I'm kind of the same way. Like, if you think about the whole, like, zoo and the the, the production that got made out of it, because in, in uh, the hell was the last one? 2020, I I did vote for Trump. Same here. And I could, I could not tell you if it was, it was partially because he did a better job than I thought the bar was low my expectations but he'd still exceeded him yeah but the rest was pure spite like mm-hmm. i just i wanted to see people melt down again yeah well and, and i don't like that yeah <laughs> i um 2020 i i held my nose and voted for trump just because i was like you know i and and this was like taking a hard look at the libertarian uh candidate yeah. And it, fucking Joe Jorgensen was like, I was like, I, I, I would not know who you were if, uh, if you hadn't like snuck your way into the, the, the nomination for, for, for president under like, there were people that were had far more name recognition than her, but that was like a, a compromise candidate or whatever. Libertarian yeah, well, politics they- is fucking stupid, by the way. Good God, yeah. it's stupid. And I, I feel like, I don't know, this is probably sexist even idea to have, but I feel like she probably got floated, like, because even the libertarians are like, oh, we could, we could have the edge mm-hmm. if we have a female candidate, where just like, a, I don't know, objectively, I mean, I guess it's subjectively because it's still my opinion, but... Like, I think that if they had flipped that ticket around, it would have been a better ticket. It, it probably would have been. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, I, I also think you're right. Like they and and it was it was obvious because uh, they, they were they were trying to cater. They were they were trying to be anti-Trump rather than being libertarians. Yeah, I agree. Um, And and rather than like catering to liberty they they went with the woke nonsense like they like they they fed into the the blm uh craze and yeah i mean it was just i I looked at that and i said honestly trump's better than that that like and and i'm i i consider myself like 
closer aligned to libertarian than anything else. I and the poor libertarian party, like they, oh boy, they're 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 a mess. And I know I know the whole thing, like part of the allure of them is the lack of organization and like centralization. But like, I mean, it is like. It's shitty, but like if you if you want to be a contender, if you want to be taken seriously, like you kind of have to, like get more than fifteen people in a room to agree with your party's platform, you know? Yeah, and see, like I, I went to, I didn't go to to the to the LNC, but I went to uh, the the live part of the problem po- podcast there in Reno when they. <laughs> when they had that, and you know, and Dave Dave Smith and the, the Mises Caucus, they pretty well took over the Libertarian Party, which is fine. I think that was that was good. It seems like like they're better than what was there for sure. Um, but then here you have uh, just recently Ron Paul and Dave Smith both endorsed uh, Blake Masters for Senate in Arizona, which I I don't disagree with them, but also like. If you're carrying the mantle of the Libertarian Party and you're endorsing a Republican, like just be a Libertarian and not be a party guy. You know, endorse the right, right endorse the right candidate regardless of the party. And uh you know, because he like he always talks about spreading the message. And I and I get like being involved in the Libertarian Party. But also I get why people don't. Because they're a yeah. fucking train wreck, yeah. And and also like the fact that you're endorsing a Republican doesn't help the fact that uh, the Libertarian Party is uh, is viewed as a train wreck. So I mean, well, I mean, it's a like a kind of a laughing stock, like kind mm-hmm. of a joke. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you think speaking of Ron Paul? Do you think he was like a decade or two just? too early like do you think if he were around now with with what the the movement behind him that he had that things would be different for him um i think so but also i think had he come around now um it would have been the same like we we'd have been essentially we're in in the spot that we are today but without a, a ron paul figure to like to inspire people like right. now, now you're seeing a lot of like that, like that Blake Masters in in Arizona. I mean, he went on the Ron Paul report and and got an endorsement. Like that's that's a pretty big deal. Um, yeah, Ron Paul was a was a mainstay in the Republican Party for for a long long freaking time as being like the one libertarian in in Congress. <laughs> so, um, you know, and and you're seeing seeing a lot of people that. Uh, in office now that that uh, that are speaking the the same type of language that that Ron Paul and now Rand Paul is is speaking. So I mean, yeah, I think given today, man, Ron Paul would would like he would really uh, he would really shake some shit up. But yeah, um, but also I think without him kind of paving the way, I don't know if there would be. <laughs> that that type of momentum today anyways so i don't know it, it's kind of the chicken and the egg scenario i guess right um but yeah i i think i i do think and not just not just being a fanboy but 
being kind of a fan of history, I think he's going to be a, a more influential character throughout history than we realize today. Yeah. I, I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. That guy inspired a lot of people just by being right on a lot of shit. Like, he, he wasn't wrong about much. It, go, it goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and not not being afraid to just say it. Like, I mean, he, uh, you know, he came to fame when he told Giuliani, like, hey, we kind of played a part in the whole 9-11 shit by being over right. there in the first place, you know. Uh, he's like, hey, I read why they attacked us, why they said they attacked us, and they said it was because we're over there, you know. So we got, right. we kind of played a part. Like, it's like, I don't, and, you know, they're like, oh, you're, you know, you're you're uh you're justifying Al Qaeda. No, I'm not. I'm just telling you what they said. Yeah. What they said. Maybe maybe we could learn from that. Uh but yeah, I don't know. He was uh He's too sensible. Yeah, that's exactly right. And he couldn't be bought either. I mean he he did some shit for his uh on the on the pork barrel barrel side to, you know, help him get reelected, so you can you can shit on him for that, but it just puts him right on line with uh, every other politician. But still, right. far better. Um, yeah, I don't know. He's uh, I had higher hopes for Rand Paul, you know. But you know, looking back on it, he's fucking where he needs to be. He he's the best there is in the Senate. So yeah, and like that. <laughs> That's the frustrating part, like, kind of goes back to what I was saying about the fact that, like, libertarians probably ought, like, it would be in their best interest to kind of get more on the same page, is that I see so many people, like, on Facebook and stuff, that anytime Rand Paul, oh, he agreed with this Republican, or blah, 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 put his name on this bill, blah, 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 whatever, it's like, okay, so he only... He only is representing you as you would want him to 99% of the time, but you're going to shit on him Mm. because of this one thing. Like, do you want representation or not? Right. And so one of the things that that it was actually, uh, it was uh, a proposed amendment to the state constitution here was that open primary and ranked choice voting and uh i look at i look at how that's how california has it (laughs) and i don't know how long they've had the like the the ranked choice voting deal um and and the republicans will point to and say see the the democrats are going to win every election now (laughs) and um and they maybe have a point, but they also they they point to California, which was already a Democratic stronghold. So I don't, I'm I, I don't know. But also like, fuck all these parties. I don't I don't have any loyalty to the Republican Party. I wasn't right. around. I was not a black man that was freed from slavery by by uh, Abe Lincoln. So I have no loyalty to uh, to the Democrat Party. Uh, I was not alive during the the Dust Bowl when FDR m- created a bunch of fake jobs so people would have something to work for. So I have no I have no loyalty to the Democratic Party, and I and honestly I, I 
subscribe a lot to the to the original George Washington. Like, don't do political parties. So, I'm yeah. I'm I'm all in favor of the open primary. Like, fuck it. I like if if I think uh, there's a decent candidate that uh, <coughs> that'll make a Republican candidate better for president, I'll go vote for that Democrat. I mean, I I I, I threw money at Tulsi Gabbard because she was talking some truth about the Clintons. That's yeah. the only time I've ever donated money to a political candidate. And that was, it was only because she was, <coughs> she was speaking truth and she left the democratic party running as an independent and yeah. good for her. I'm glad she didn't join the Republicans because the Republicans haven't fucking earned it. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> and you want to know, it's funny, like how things can change in a few years is like when she kind of rose to, to national prominent uh, prominence when she was, what in the primary for the 2020 right um she first came to uh <coughs> she first came to to uh, prominence because uh they made her vice chair of the the dnc because she was a oh, right she was a woman of color from uh from hawaii and uh like she you know she she checked a lot of the you know the woke boxes yeah but she refused to support hillary clinton and she actually she actually quit as the vice chair of the dnc and went to went to campaign for bernie and right. yeah so so when when i first started hearing about her and i heard her like that first time she was on on rogan mm. and i was like man i am like 100 percent with everything she's saying except for the socialism stuff yep and it's, but it turns out that like the socialism stuff is kind of a big part of her platform. And like, I just can't get behind that fast forward now. I don't know however many years. And I'm like, you know what? Don't really give a shit about the socialism stuff. Like I, I, I like that. I like everything she has to say, you know, and she just got better as she got, cause yeah. she was horrible on gun rights too, like horrible on the second amendment. And she has like done oh, a, that's right. she has done almost a complete 180 on that. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and it's because she's not a fucking idiot. Like that was the first thing that I, uh, I got from her is like, she's not an idiot. And, and and much like Bernie Sanders, she, I got the same feeling I got from her as I did about Bernie. It was like, she actually believes what she's saying. Yeah. Like, she's not full of shit. Uh, well, like, and that's why neither of them are... Yeah, Bernie <laughs> Sanders <laughs> is wrong on almost everything. He's, <laughs> he's, he believes it. <laughs> he's wrong, and he's not full of shit. Like, I... I like, I... I believe the guy, and I, I trust that he believes what he said. Like, I trust the guy, because... I, I don't think he's lying to me. I think he's wrong on a lot of shit, but yeah, like I, I think he's a legit guy. Um, and that, that's the same way I felt about, about Tulsi Gabbard, uh, initially. And she has just got better and I I'd vote for her in a heartbeat if, yeah, she, if she ran. Here. Um, but I, I, I don't know what shit would have to really change if, uh, for an independent to, to run, but, Oh, I you can let the the ranked choice voting <coughs> fall where it lays on on that. I mean, my my uh my advice to the Republicans is run better people, like be better and you'll win more elections. Um not not just be better on the issues, but like be better at talking. 
(laughs) Well, and like kind of want it a little bit. Right. And like, okay, like the Roe v. Wade thing, that was a big win. Okay. Take it and and let it be. But instead, you're talking about like criminally prosecuting women (laughs) for getting an abortion. Like, you're going to lose a lot of motherfuckers on that one. Like, you you lost me on that one. Like, I, I'm like fine with leaving it up to the states, but, like, really? You're, you're going you're gonna to make me pay for a woman to stay in jail because she didn't want a kid? I mean, I don't... It's funny, like, they, they can only be on one extreme or the other. It's like, right. they get a little win, like you're saying, they get a little win, and then they have to just keep going and keep going. Or, on the other side, like, we've seen you know, election cycle after election Mm -hmm. cycle, they're like, oh, we want to get more people in the middle. So they act, try to act a little bit more like a Democrat. And it's like people who are already voting Democrat are not going to switch to you. Mm -hmm. And people who would have voted for you are now not going to. So it's like get in that middle lane a little bit. Oh, well, and well, it's almost like they use it as a wedge issue all the time. Like, cause they're right. Uh, it's I forget who said it, um, but they. Uh, oh, it's it's Tom Woods. He always calls it the the three by five index card of allowable opinion, and uh, and the Republicans and the Democrats like they take the the in- income tax. They'll 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 just set the bounds that it's either thirty four percent or thirty nine percent of the top top federal income tax rate. And they will fight like cats and dogs over that 4% while not allowing you to talk about, like, hey, you don't have to even take 34%. Like, you could take none of it. Like, that doesn't, right. that doesn't get brought up. It's just fight over 34 versus 35. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it, it just it goes to show you it's, like, there is no difference between the two. They, they will both use that issue. And do nothing about it, really. Or or they'll bring it up enough so that it becomes an issue <clears throat> that they can run on again. And they'll, they'll rile up uh, some ancient part of their base that hasn't been active in a while, like the, the Christian conservatives, you know, because they, uh, <laughs> they kind of had to uh, lay low um, because they, you know, they got their, their weight behind a, uh, you know, thrice married... Um, possible virgin also possible multiple adulteress of you know adulterer with uh porn stars um that that was their guy anointed by god and then it turns out there was a whole bunch of uh big name religious leaders that uh turned out were real big pieces of shit and um it hadn't been real good for the the end but evangelicals here lately they haven't had a good good public image and uh but hey uh Let's jump on the abortion deal, like rile up those fuckers so we can, uh, you know, we can be relevant again. And then hey, we can still use that, even though the Supreme Court almost took that abortion uh, card away from everybody. You know, they'll still find a way to rile people up about it. And, right. And, and that, that's so funny. You talk about like the Christian conservatives and evangelicals mm-hmm. and stuff like that, because you're absolutely right. Like they have not they've been having a tough go of it for a while but man you would not know it down here (laughs) just like they double down oh yeah no they um that that's one thing about the those uh those real churchy types now 
No, they uh, <clears throat> they're they're just like a marine in that case. You deny, deny, deny. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it, it's fucking wild, man. I uh, but you know, also, I think uh, in typical Democrat fashion, and whether I know whether it's like unintentional or not, or whether it's just somebody you know pulling the puppet strings uh they also went overboard and <laughs> so like here in nevada where it's already enshrined in the constitution the right to an abortion um every single democratic mailer that i got uh in in our mailbox was <laughs> abortion 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 and you're like it doesn't even matter in nevada like right it doesn't matter like and you know how I know it doesn't matter because we already have recreational weed legalized here. We obviously right. don't give a fuck what what the federal law is. Yeah. It does not matter. It's in the state constitution and you got to vote on that twice to repeal it. Like you can't like if it passes once, it has to go back up again in the next general election for it to any any change to the to the constitution. Yeah. So <clears throat> like it's not going anywhere. But you're still running on it in Nevada where it doesn't matter. And it's still a, a, every year, every single time they they pull up the polling results and 3% of the population vote on abortion. That's it. Mm-hmm. But that's all they talk about almost every election cycle is abortion. Oh yeah, it's it's all. I mean, and on both sides, but it's like Mm -hmm. they get, like you're saying, they get the issues that they know will rile up some ancient part of their base. Or, I mean, I feel like it's ancient and like really, like thinking more like the Democrat side, like the kids in college and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But. it, It makes me think of what you're talking about about like the open primaries and stuff and. George Washington saying no political parties. How different would it be if like you got your, I mean, speaking from like Oregon where they, they mail us our ballot and the little book that has all the ballot measures and all the candidates in it. Like what if there was no letter after their name and it was just, here's my little blurb of what I stand for and my platform that I'm running on. Exactly. And and you have no, no advertising. Uh, you can you can campaign, and uh, and you can you know you you can raise money and and it's the cap whatever the cap is on uh, on personal spending that's it that's all anybody can spend, and and the only the only campaigning you can do other than in person or you know, like you know radio shows whatever like but you can't advertise, and and everything else like whatever your policies are you put it in the the election book and that's what gets sent out to everybody and yeah there's no party affiliation at all um i i'd be in favor of it what what do you think about like uh thank you uh like campaign finance reform like uh, do you think that they should be able to have like have these donors and um I'm okay with an individual person. I, I, I like. I, I think the way they have the individual set up is is fine. You know, because it's it's something like what three thousand 
per candidate per person or some shit like that. Yeah. Um, I'm fine with that. Uh, the whole corporations are people I wholeheartedly disagree with. Yeah. Um, because a, a publicly traded corporation should not be donating to a political cause. Uh, beca- yeah, I agree. Because they're, who knows, they're, there's, you know, potentially millions of individual owners of that company. And yeah, <laughs> yeah so I, I don't, corporations are not people. Corporations are owned by people. But the corporation itself is not a person. They should not be able allowed to, should not be allowed to, to donate to a to a political campaign i don't believe yeah and, and like you're saying who knows how many people own mm-hmm. that company like i mean i guess if you want to say corporations are people like you should have to break it down by ed- everyone who has a stake in that company should ought to be represented yeah which is i mean that that's not doable so like i i, I agree i yeah. agree with that uh, i i used to be I used to uh, agree with the Supreme Court more about that being like a free speech issue, which on the individual level, I guess it is. But uh, I've kind of gotten more to the point where it's like, though those rights are like to protect us, not for you to take advantage of. You know, like I mean, even something like the First Amendment. Yeah. You know. Uh, See, and this this is where I say like the like Bernie Sanders is a hundred percent right when it comes to corporations and and how bad they are. Most of yeah. the, most of the lefties, the the you know your your average conservative voter would do well to listen to their grievances against uh, corporations, particularly like the union type guys. Like, and and I mean it right. in like like your traditional union industries, like mining. Um, you know, meat packing, uh, like the the dangerous industries that where people just got, like, like supposedly what Fetterman is running for. You know, he's he's supposedly right. a union guy, but he's never been employed <coughs> by at a union job. He's never been a union member. Guys, his lump. <laughs> yeah, um, his lump may have been a uh, you know, a local. You know, local affiliate one three five or whatever. Yeah. Um, who knows? But uh, we, you know, I don't think his lump says much. So um, he's kind of we, we all know who's pulling the strings. Though. Silent partner, if you will. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, it's it's about wait, we're at a we're a minute or hour 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 and a half about. Um, well, let's well in the 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 main the main portion of this uh, with uh, we'll we'll come back to the whole to the lump versus lump. Does Fetterman's neck lump or does Trump's turkey neck uh, hold more illegal uh, mail-in ballots? Illegal mail-in ballots. Man, uh, hold on. Let me let me pull up pictures <laughs> of them. Pictures of them. <laughs> yeah, uh, Fetter Neck was trending on Twitter earlier today, which <laughs> I, I I loved immensely. 
You know, I, I have I have a preliminary answer to this question, but I I'm gonna wait until I see so until I see the pictures. See, oh well, let's, let's go through the 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 preliminary oh, answers before we we get in there because I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna lay out um some you know some statistics and whatnot because I think they're they're relevant. John Fetterman's like six foot nine. Um, he's he's a giant dude. Donald Trump is also like six three, six four, maybe six five. I don't know. He's a big guy as well. Yeah. Um, Fetterman looks like he has never worked his legs in his life. Like he has got some like they they kind of look like the old candy cigarettes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that because he he wears gym shorts and a hoodie everywhere so like you can see, you can see them skinny little legs from yeah, from that's like part of his shtick yeah I, I don't yeah i don't i don't understand it but um and donald trump's kind of a fat ass like it, he seems like he's slimmed down a little bit since uh since january of 2020 but um he's still he's still a pretty large fella and there there's a lot of uh there's a lot of good pictures of uh, of Trump's turkey neck, but we'll. Uh, <laughs> so, I'm gonna give it to Fetterman just because, um, he's a bigger dude, and I think if we look at the pictures, I think the his lump on the back of his neck is bigger than the the front turkey neck of Trump. I, I think, but right. we'll uh, like look at. Look at that big guy. The Battle of the Necks. Um, oh gosh. Uh, here's a here's another one. Like, oh, that's the one. I I think so. Um, that's that's a doozy. All right. Um, okay. Trump turkey neck. Um, <laughs> it looks like a sad vagina. Okay. Oh, here we go. So th- this here we go. <laughs> uh, Shit. Let, me, let me see if there's uh I know I've seen uh <laughs> He's he does have some jowls to him. Yes, he does. Uh, oh, hey, hey. Up right up above that Statue of Liberty one. Uh Statue of Liberty. On, on like the uh yeah, on the right. On the side. right. Uh one above that. Oh. That one? That's the one. Yeah. Oh. You know, it's... Uh, oh, is that the one? That's the one you just had up, huh? Yeah, I think cows. so. And it then, looks funnier. Though, look look at that one. He, he looks like he's got whale tail going. <laughs> okay, so this is only... And my... Uh, oh, three different, ang- three different shots of that. Huh? Yeah, they're... Uh, like... Uh, So, while his turkey neck is ample and 
it, it's substantial, you know. Um, it's kind of like it would not stand up to the slightest bit of scrutiny. Whereas, like Fetterman's, that you, the, I think it was the last one you pulled up at his neck, like. It looked like his neck lump had a lump. Like, that thing is mewling illegal yeah. ballots. Yeah, I think so. I, I got to give the edge to Fetterman. Well, and also, just uh, at minimum, he's got four inches in height on, on Trump. Minimum. Right. Um, so, and, and unless you're talking to Trump, like, he's a short guy. <laughs> totally small. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so. Loser. Loser. Total, total loser. Um, yeah, so I, I think, and, and just, uh, just being that the Democrats are the big fans of the mail-in ballots, I, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna call it. Uh, my, my prediction is you could fit more mail-in ballots in John Fetterman's lump than in Trump's turkey neck. So, I think we solved that issue. We'll, uh, we'll come back on the flip side and, and check in and see where where our election results are work for you yes sir all right move your ass we're burning daylight
Fast and fast.